1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. It's Sunday morning and you know what the, the tradition is, right folks? Ray Lance and USA Wealth Group along with Peter Lance and a show that all of you love and good morning, Ray. Nice to see you. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise, and good morning to Peter Lentz. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Well, it's uh, always a nice Sunday morning to sit and look at Phil Paleologus. <laughs> Thank you. Some mornings are better than others, but at least we're across the desk from each other. We all have our microphones, and we've got some good things to say about each other, don't yeah, we? Bet. The Oracle. I'm going to make that name stick. The Oracle. The Oracle. He, he was Greek. The Oracle was Greek. Now, that was the Oracle of Delphi, wasn't That's it? That's right. See, I know a little bit about Greek history. <laughs> Not a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we're going to talk this morning about the subject of annuities and safe money investing, and it really is a very interesting conversation. I hope that uh, you folks listening might have the time to stay tuned a little bit because we are going to talk about the different kinds of annuities and why annuities versus something else, other kinds of investments. We're going to talk about green money and red money and safe money and not-so-safe money and I hope so money. But we have a number of things we're going to talk about today. So I'd like to begin by just saying that, um, Peter, you have done a lot of work over the years um, in our operation at USA Wealth Group. And one of the things that we've talked about a lot is annuities. We do a lot of work in that area. A lot of experts like them, some don't like them, and people have a lot of confusion when it comes to annuities. The fact is that most people simply don't understand them. So it's simply a tool. Like any other tool, annuities can do a good job if they're in the right hands and if they're used properly. Um, You wouldn't say a hammer was a bad tool, for example, but if you're working on a home project and you needed to drill a hole, for example, you wouldn't use a hammer. You have to use the right kind of tool. So it has to be the right tool for you. What we're going to talk about today, we're going to show you some different types of annuities and what they're designed to do. And this show is brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. We're located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Our road is nice and smooth now. Yeah. It's it's about 100% done. Yeah. Not, not quite, but pretty close to 100% nice. done. So I'd like to remind you that our, our email address is um, usawealthgroup.com. You can visit us anytime. You can send us an email, and we hope that you have an opportunity to do that. And you can call us at 508-998-8858. We also offer all kinds of reports and tools and things that we can provide you that will help give you education, help clear up some misunderstandings if you have misunderstandings. So let's jump right in uh, and ask our first question this morning. How do annuities work and what types of annuities are there? You're asking me? Uh, Yes. It's a contract between uh, you or myself and and the insurance company that issues it. Uh, So in other words, in return for your deposit or what is also called a premium, the insurance company promises to provide you, um, the owner of the annuity contract, with certain benefits. Um, you know, like most things in today's world, you can customize 
the contract to fit everyone's specific needs. Uh, but one of the biggest things that an annuity does is it provides a guaranteed income stream for life. Okay, so annuities uh, sometimes were categories in a, a number of different kinds of ways. But generally, there are three different things we're going to talk about today. One is, when does the annuity begin making payments to you? And two, how are annuity payments structured? And thirdly, who takes on the majority of the risk, you or the insurance company? So let's jump into this a little bit, Pete. <clears throat> sure. Uh, there's generally two options. You can either begin to receive your payments immediately with an immediate annuity, or you can start receiving the payments later on with what's called a deferred annuity. So what's uh, an immediate annuity? It's one where your first payment is received and one scheduled interval from when you purchase it. Uh, so, for example, if you want to receive payments on a monthly base, basis, uh, you would get your first payment one month from now. Uh, and because they're designed to provide immediate income, immediate annuities are typically funded with a single lump sum payment, such as an individual retirement account rollover. So what happens in retirement is a lot of people need income. Um, income typically is reduced because we have given up full-time employment and you're looking to make sure that you don't run out of money. One of the features of certain kinds of annuities, like an immediate annuity, is that it can be set up as a source of income that you can never outlive. It will last as long as you do, and therefore it gives you some peace of mind when you have an immediate annuity. The other thing is that it's often used in the case of Medicaid planning. So, for example, uh, attorney Tenny Lance at Lance Law, Inc. uses immediate annuities if there's excess money that needs to be protected when one spouse perhaps goes to a nursing home. And that's typically what they are used for because there typically is not a, a great return on investment for an immediate annuity, so there is uh, usually a very specific need for those. Right. Although it's true that some people want to know that, you know, I was used to getting a regular paycheck every month. I'm going to get my Social Security. Maybe I have a small pension. But I'm going to take some of my extra money I have and put it into an immediate annuity because I want to know that each and every month that check is coming to me and it's going to be deposited maybe even directly into my account. Yep. So the, the next option might be then besides an immediate annuity. Um, actually, I'd like to jump back for just one quick second and talk about the immediate annuity one more time. Um, you know, uh, your mother and my wife, attorney Tenny Lance, does a lot of work in the area of protecting assets from the nursing home, but there's only so much that the at-home spouse gets to keep. And it's about $120,000 roughly. So if you have money in excess of that that you want to protect, if you don't do something with it, you could end up being a private pay person um, in the nursing home and all the money will get spent down until there's only $120,000 left. So you can take some of that excess money and you could put it into an immediate annuity and that will now create additional income for the spouse who's living at home. So that's how an immediate annuity could work sometimes as well. But the second kind of uh, annuity that we talk about, and it's a lot more common with what we do, it's a deferred annuity. It may provide income at some point in the future. Some of them come with an income rider that you can tack on so that at a certain point in time, maybe you accumulate it for a few years, and then you want to turn on an income stream. Um, but the deferred annuity basically may provide income at some point in the future, or it might just be used to accumulate money because it's a good place perhaps to 
accumulate money. Well, this is a little bit um, old information, but in a book by Tony Robbins, uh, simply called Money Master the Game, uh, there's a quote in here that in 2008 from USA Today, the former Fed uh, chief, Ben Bernanke, his largest assets were in two annuities. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. So here's a person who's very smart, uh, ran the Federal Reserve as chairman for many, many years, and yet his largest uh, investment himself were two annuity contracts. Very interesting. It is. And um, But let's take another quick look at deferred annuities. Basically, deferred annuities have what's called an accumulation phase. You put money in, you want it to accumulate money. A lot of the annuity contracts we're working with today will have upfront bonuses. Um, Nationwide, for example, is one such company. We won't go into all the specifics because they change from time to time. But a lot of the companies will have an upfront bonus. So if you put $100,000 into it, for example, maybe there's a 5% bonus or a 6.5% bonus. Some companies are doing a 9% or even a 10% bonus. So if you had a company with a 10% bonus, you put $100,000 in, they add $10,000 to the contract, and your starting point is $110,000. But then we have this what we call the deferral phase of the annuity or the accumulation period. And then later, if you decide to take money out on a systematic basis, there will be a payout period. But while you are in the accumulation period, one of the most important features of an annuity contract, uh, especially, well, obviously during deferral, is that it's growing tax deferred. You're not paying taxes on it currently. Whereas with other, uh, you know, financial tools that you might have, you have to uh, pay taxes every single year uh, on the interest earned. So with some deferred annuities, you can either do it by writing a check and paying a single lump sum uh, right right up front, or depending upon the nature of the contract, you might decide to add additional money to it. So... Let's talk about our second category, Pete, in terms of how we will uh, define annuities and how the annuity payment can be structured. Let's talk a little bit about the history of annuities. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, Well, first of all, one of the other things that I read in this book uh, by Tony Robbins is that there were some things that were not called annuities, but they basically were annuities as far back as Caesar, uh, where people paid into – uh, a, a fund, and the people who outlived other people earned more money than than those. So that's a totally different thing than we have now. But they did have something that was like annuities way back in the day. Uh, so we'll take you back in time for a little history lesson. When annuities were first created, they were solely designed to provide immediate income guaranteed for the rest of your life. And basically, you put your money in, and the insurance company will make payments to you until you die. Uh, After that, no more money is paid out. So that was great if you lived a long time, but what happens if you die prematurely? Uh, If you put in $100,000 and you started receiving income payments but then passed away, you know, a year later, then the insurance company made a big profit off of you and your family was left with nothing. But But we don't do that anymore. Right, exactly. The insurance companies learn their lessons. So that's what we would call a life only annuity. Uh, and they're not as popular for obvious reasons, uh, although they are used, you know, in some situations in certain estate planning techniques. I've actually recommended a couple of times uh, somebody do that. 
but it was an unusual situation where somebody had a really large IRA account. I mean, it was in the millions. And what was going to happen when they died is their children were going to receive the very large IRA. They were going to pay estate taxes on it. And they were also going to pay income taxes on it. And they were going to lose 25 or 30% of the amount of the IRA. And so what I suggested instead is let's look at the numbers. And I actually presented a financial analysis and said, what if you took this very large IRA account and you put it into an immediate annuity for your life only? So it's going to totally disappear when you're gone. And why would anybody want to do that and not have it go to their children? Because they were going to withdraw $300,000 a year. They only needed $100,000 to live on. This is after taxes were taken care of. And they were going to take the rest of the money from this immediate annuity payout, a very large amount obviously, and put it into a life insurance premium. And the life insurance policy was going to be equal to the value of the IRA account. So here's what happens now when the person dies. Instead of the children getting a multi-million dollar IRA account and they were going to pay estate taxes and income taxes, instead they were going to receive the proceeds from a life insurance policy owned in an irrevocable life insurance trust. This is a little complicated. Um, and that would be entirely tax-free. That's what I was th- wondering. There would be no estate taxes and no income taxes. So instead of taking an asset they were going to have to pay estate taxes and income taxes on, they're going to get in, in exchange or in, instead a life insurance policy with no taxes to pay on it. So when you look at the math, it makes sense. Well, let's go back just a minute to what I was talking about before about the origins of annuities and the fact that at one point there was only one payout option, and if you passed away, then nothing was left to uh, provide your family with anything. So that's really uncommon now. Exactly, and and that's what gave annuities a bad name back you know a long time ago. Um, so so many so-called experts at that point looked down on on annuities because they thought that was the only way that they work. But the insurance companies, as I said, learned their lesson, and over time they created different payout options. Uh, some of those would be a life with a period certain payout, and that's exactly what it sounds like. It provides income for a minimum period of time or for your lifetime, whichever is greater. So, for example, if you selected a life with a 10-year period certain and you pass away in less than 10 years, the insurance company would provide you payments to your beneficiary uh, through the end of the 10-year guaranteed period. So there can be reasons why you might want to have a, a payment made out on an immediate annuity just for a period certain. Um, but let's come back to what's called a joint and survivor payout option. And that can be where you've got a husband and wife, and they want to know that the same amount of money is going to be there for either of them, no matter who survives. And uh, it's based on the lives of two people, and it will be received until the last person dies. So this is usually used if you've got um, married couples who want to make sure that the income will continue for both spouses' lives. And the biggest thing is that with any of these options, I mean, there's hundreds of insurance companies, and each insurance company has many different annuity products, and there's many variables within each of those uh, annuity products themselves. So there's a lot of different options, um, and we'll we'll help you sort through uh, all of those and, and really choose something that's best for you, and that's what we're here to do, and that's what we like to do. So there are lots of choices and lots of ways to do this. 
Um, so let's talk about um, how we classify annuities and who takes the majority of the risk when you do an annuity. Is it you or is it the insurance company? So if you have a fixed annuity, uh, the insurance company always takes the majority of the risk because they have to pay you a guaranteed interest rate over a certain period of time. We don't do as many fixed annuities uh, today because the fixed annuity rates are fairly low because overall insurance rates and interest rates in the economy are fairly low. But if you had a fixed annuity, the insurance company is at risk because they have to manage their assets, invest their assets, make sure they can carry out all their guarantees. So you have more security of principle, but you won't have as much opportunity for growth, for example, if you have a fixed annuity. Um, we do a lot more work with indexed annuities that we're going to talk about in a moment. I want to go back just a second before you go on because I know Phil looked at me a little quizzically when I said that there was a Caesar annuity plan, <laughs> but there really was. And I'm looking in uh, Tony Robbins' book on page 167. It wasn't called an annuity plan, but that's here's a little bit tr of trivia for you also. Yeah. I'm going to quote directly from the book. The first lifetime income annuities dates back 2,000 years to the Roman Empire. Citizens and soldiers would deposit money into a pool. Those who lived longest would get increasing income payments, and those who weren't so lucky passed on. The government would take a small cut, of course. The Latin word annua is where we get our word annual because the original Romans got their income payment annually, and, of course, that's where the word annuity comes from. No kidding. That's fascinating. I have to zip my lip and not say something fresh about the <laughs> derivation of words, so I won't. You, you no. can say it. You're the one that took a lot of... It's Sunday. I wouldn't. No, no. Anua? We'll, we'll keep it clean today. We'll keep it clean today. But I will give you a Greek quotation, Phil, All because right. it would not be money-wise without a Greek quotation. Right on. This is from Epictetus. Oh, yes. My favorite. No person is free who is not master of himself. Ah, that is awesome. So I like to pick to test. Um, I feel very small in the room because my Greek and Latin knowledge is, is nothing in comparison to the two of you. Your history is very interesting, though. <laughs> but Peter did study Latin in school because his parents made him take Latin in school. <laughs> right, Pete? <laughs> yes, you did. But, uh -huh. you know, it's a very important language to take in terms of learning vocabulary. Yes, it is. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so you're, you're really excited. <laughs> Peter, you have to make sure your children take Latin. That's all I can say. Conversational Latin. <laughs> well, let's come back for uh, just a minute and, and talk a little bit more about annuities because we have a lot to cover today. So we just basically said um, that what we do a lot of work with today on deferred annuities is indexed annuities. They're sometimes called fixed indexed annuities. And if you have a fixed index annuity, the insurance company is going to give you a credit, and, and the return that you're going to make is going to be based in part on changes to an index. Uh, we use the Standard & Poor's or the S&P 500 index quite a lot. So what this means is sometimes you'll get a guaranteed minimum rate of return or perhaps a bonus up front, but you also have the opportunity for further growth based on how the equity index that you're connected to is going to perform. And these have been very popular over the last, oh, I'd say, 10 to 15 years in particular. And people yeah, have done very well. Mid-2000s, early 2000s even, that's when they started becoming very popular. So let me say one quick thing about a fixed.
fixed indexed annuity, part of that means that the principal is protected. We call it a principal protected asset. The money cannot go down in value. It can only go up. But yet you've got the potential of having a stock market-like return. That's the indexing feature of it. And then sometimes you also get a bonus up front if you choose that product. I will caution and say that you are paying for the bonus because there's a little fee that you're going to pay in order to acquire this bonus up front. And in some cases, the bonus might not be the best option for the person. It really depends on each individual. Again, I I say this almost every time I'm on the radio that every single person, every single case is completely individual and unique like a fingerprint. Do you have the option not to take the bonus? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, and therefore the cost of the policy is less. So now you just con- you're counting on the value of the increasing index to change your return. Um, I also have a client who has done a number of annuity contracts with us, and to give some variety uh, and not to have it all in one company, for example, he wanted to have some of his money in a product that had zero cost, zero fees. And that's a little unusual. You can do it. So how does the insurance company make money if that is the case? Well, they make money on what's called a spread. Um, so in other words, a spread is if if the fee is you know 1% fee and the insurance company is earning 8%, they take the 1% off the top and they pass the rest on to the, uh, the client. Yeah, or to put it another way, basically as the insurance company is making money, you're also making money. I see. And they're in business to make money, so they want to make money for themselves as well as for you. And any anyone who's interested, Google uh, this gentleman. His name is Dr. David Babel, B-A-B-B-E-L. Uh, he has more designations and degrees than I have fingers. I mean, seriously, he's got like five different degrees, um, never mind all of his other designations. But uh, he presented uh, a case to all of his Wall Street buddies that, you know, encouraged who they all encouraged him to just stay in the market and let it ride, take your losses, take your gains, and over time, you know, you're you're going to be all right. Uh, but instead of risking anything, not a penny in stocks or bonds, he used a series of um, guaranteed annuities, basically, you know, fixed index annuities. Uh, and the annuities that he used gave him a hundred percent guarantee of his principal, which you just talked about, mm-hmm. Dad, not losing a penny. So in 2000 and in 2008, when the market crashed, he didn't lose a penny. Well, one of the quotes that I remember from Warren Buffett, and I'm doing this from memory so it may not be precise, was the return of my money is more important than the return on my money. Mm-hmm. But with the uh, indexed annuities, you can have both. I want to give another quotation from Warren Buffett because I, I like him and, and what he represents and so forth. And he said, my wealth has come from a combination of living in America, some lucky genes, and compound interest. Wow. I love it. Because the value of compounding interest, the value of savings, and that's why sometimes starting out with the annuities that um, are tax-deferred, first of all, if you have two investments side by side, one is making interest, the other is making exactly the same amount of interest, but it's tax-deferred. You have to pay taxes on the interest one, on the one that does not tax deferred. And so, therefore, you're going to have a little less compounding every year. Mm-hmm. But if you've got tax deferral, you're not paying income taxes currently, then the interest is compounding larger and greater than what the other one is. So that's the value of tax deferral. Anytime you can have tax deferral on an investment, um, you're going to make out better 
than you will in something that's not tax-deferred. Yeah, and, you know, fixed-index annuities are also a great alternative to mutual funds. Uh, as we discussed, there are certain fees that are uh, included with most annuities, and not all, but with most. Uh, but when you're talking about a mutual fund and their true costs, you know, there are expense ratios, there's trading costs, so your net return is going to be vastly different than your gross return, and a lot of people aren't aware of that and really aren't aware of all the fees that they're paying when they're in mutual funds. We're going to come back in just a minute and resume this uh, little dialogue that we're having back and forth. I'm going to leave you with a quote before the break from Woody Allen. Oh. Money is better than poverty, if only for financial reasons. <laughs> so stay tuned and We'll be back in just a minute to continue talking about the power and the benefit of working with annuities. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. Every Sunday morning, USA Wealth Group is pleased and proud to bring you more information that will help you have a better financial life, protect your family, and protect your money. That's our goal. You can reach us at 508-998-8858. You can visit us at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. We do not charge a fee to sit down and review your finances, to talk to you about your budget, make some suggestions. Often we'll ask you for some additional information to bring in because we want to know what your budget is. We want to know, do you have enough money to live on? We want to know, are your assets going to provide enough income to last for the rest of your life? And I don't think there's anyone that steps into our office that we don't help in some way, whether they actually do anything uh, with us or not. Just the advice that we give and some you know, tips and, and useful information that we provide. Uh, I think everybody learns something and is helped by coming in through our, our doors and sitting down with us. Well, it, there's a certain discipline involved also in thinking about your future and planning for your future, and that's one of the things that we like to help you with. There was a, a recent study, and I say recent, it was about two years ago, that 48% of financial advisors in a, um, uh, a poll that was completely uh, anonymous don't have a financial plan for themselves. Mm -hmm. so almost really? all half of financial advisors, and th those are the ones that admitted it. So. <laughs> Well, there's a couple of interesting financial commentators that I want to give a couple of quotes from, too. Susie Ormond said, the way to build your savings is by spending less each month. And we all know that, um, but it takes a lot of discipline. And I like this quote from Gene Shatsky, who's also an author and financial commentator. In money and in life, you are very often your own worst enemy. You promise yourself you're going to diet and then you eat not one or two french fries, but a whole plate. You decide to really commit to saving for retirement, only to wind up with a new pair of shoes in your closet. <laughs> and, and that's where this quote comes in. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Now, that was a Chinese philosopher, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. What, who is it? Lao Tzu. Oh, Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. <laughs> well... I do want to give a quick shout-out, though, for this book that I've recommended before by Tony Robbins. He wrote a book that's a masterful book. It's called Money, Master the Game, Seven Simple Steps to Financial Freedom. And Steve Forbes, who's the publisher of Forbes magazine, said it's a goldmine of money-making information. And I will echo that comment. So some of the material we're using today comes from that book. By the way, I bought my copy from um, BJ's Wholesale, 
at a fairly decent price. Good. May still be there. If not, you can get it at Barnes and Noble. Money, the master of the game. Um, the other reason that I want to mention this book is because at USA Wealth Group, we have an affiliation with a national wholesale company that provides education, training, materials, and we're working with them exclusively now. We have been for about a year and a half. It's called Advisors Excel, the only company that's mentioned in Tony Robbins' book, Money Master the Game, is a chapter that he's written about Advisors Excel, and specifically it goes into a fair amount of detail on the power and the benefit of annuities. So I just want to mention this because this is the company that we have selected and chosen as being the best in the country to work with. And believe me, uh, my father especially took a lot of time vetting which company he wanted to work with. Mm -hmm. So I want to mention something that comes again right out of this book, but it also continues with our dialogue and discussion of the benefit of working with fixed indexed annuities as opposed to fixed fixed annuities, which have fairly low rates right now. I guess before I mention that, some of the benefits of fixed index annuities, Pete, we probably ought to talk a little bit about the other major kind of annuity that we're not working with currently, which is called a variable annuity. Right. And a variable annuity, uh, it's just that. It's variable. You can lose your principal. It is not principal protected. Um, I'm securities licensed, and I could, uh, you know, sell and recommend variable annuities if I chose to do so. However, it's really not in the best interest of anyone that I sit down and meet with. Um, variable annuities, it's, it's the same thing. It's an insurance contract where all of the underlying deposits are invested in mutual funds, uh, also known as sub-accounts. Uh, but the same mutual funds that underperform in the market and charge high fees – uh, but this time the investor buys them inside of what's called an annuity wrapper. Uh, so it's sort of like why would anyone want to invest in mutual funds through an annuity? Um, and the reason is because annuity products have special tax benefits that we've discussed before. The tax deferral. Um, but the problem is is that you know if you put $100,000 in and the mutual fund drops in value to $20,000, there is a guarantee that your children would still get $100,000 of your original investment when you pass on. But basically, you just bought the most expensive life insurance that so you could buy. It sounds a little complicated, but basically a variable annuity, to put it in a little bit simpler terms, means that you have potential for a higher growth with a variable annuity, but you're also taking on the investment risk. Mm-hmm. You're basically in the stock market. So what goes up can also come down. So we're going to pass over on variable annuities because we're not doing those uh, uh, currently anyway. And um, – So far, we've talked about fixed annuities. We've talked about uh, single premium immediate annuities. If somebody wants to have an immediate check every single month, we've talked about fixed indexed annuities, and we've talked about variable annuities. So it can be a little confusing. At uh, USA Wealth Group, uh, we specialize in helping people understand the different choices that they have, and we also like to show people how you can reach your own financial goals. And again, if you'd like to talk with us, give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we're happy to meet with you. Or visit our website, which is uh, usawealthgroup.com. Fairly simple. One of the things uh, to mention, speaking of that, is uh, 
at least the last three years or so worth of radio shows are on the website. Yes, and we have a lot of information that we can provide to you. Um, if you want this uh, information about this book, again, we'll send you a photocopy of the cover so you can make sure you're getting the right version. Tony Robbins, Money, Master the Game. And it says, Seven Simple Steps to Financial Freedom. Actually, it's a really detailed, comprehensive book. It's readable right. and intelligible, but you're not going to read this in a couple of hours. You're going to read this over a long period of time. But, you know, if you have the interest and the time to educate yourself, it's uh, definitely worth taking a look at. Or hire you. <laughs> or hire us. Come and see us. I like that idea even better. Yeah. So remember, a lot of people think just about Social Security as uh, a retirement savings plan, but it really isn't. It's, it's a social insurance plan. Uh, social Security is a contract that basically says, as a society, the government's going to look out for you and your family when you can no longer work. But it's not enough for most people to live on. So therefore, we encourage people to take a much more comprehensive way of planning and taking care of yourself. You know, I was thinking we just um, – we haven't even talked about Ben Franklin today, have we, Pete? Oh, my goodness. That would not be a show without that. Well, we're going to have a few things to say about Ben Franklin in just I a bet. moment because <laughs> he's one of my favorites. So I like this one even though it has nothing to do with the show today. A countryman between two lawyers is like a fish between two cats. <laughs> that doesn't say a lot about lawyers, does it? No, I don't think there's many positive quotes about lawyers out there, even though I have three that I love in my family. No, there probably are some positive quotes. That's what we'll have to do. We'll have to come up with some positive quotes about lawyers. <laughs> so, But let's continue and, and take a little bit. Um, more in-depth look at uh, some issues about annuities. We've said that one of the main features of annuities is its tax deferral. So what happens when you go to take money out then? So here's the rule of taxation when you take money from an annuity. So you've been accumulating money in an annuity for a while. You've had the benefit of even better growth in a side-by-side same-priced investment because you're not paying taxes on the money. But now what happens when you go to take the money out of the annuity? Well, the first rule of taxation with annuities is that the first money that you withdraw is whatever interest has been accumulated. So there will be income taxes to pay on the interest portion when you take it out. When you start tapping into the principal portion, that piece is not taxable. Mm -hmm. It's a return of your own principal. And so... But what happens when most people take money from their annuities, they're retired. Perhaps they're in a lower tax bracket. Exactly. So they don't have to pay as much income taxes as they would if they had paid it earlier on a different kind of investment. Um, annuities can also have restrictions on liquidity, on how much money you can take out. And that's one of the things that people are concerned about, but there are different products uh, that – can help overcome that and alleviate some of those concerns. Also, one of the most important features of every single annuity is the companies recognize that you have a need to take money out and you can't always predict when that will be. So most companies will allow you to take what they call a free look amount. You can take out a certain percentage every single year without paying any penalty or surrender charge. Uh, some companies are 7%. Most companies are 10%. 
And there's some companies that have, you know, certain annuities where you can take out 10% the first year. If you don't take out anything, then you can take out 20% the next year. If you don't take out anything, you can take out 30 all the way up until 50% with zero um, surrender charge at all. Uh, and there's other companies that will allow you to turn on an income stream, an income rider, um, you know, almost immediately and start taking withdrawals right away. So there's all kinds of ways around it. And, again, it's it's really unique and individual to everyone's situation. You know what? Uh, when a correction happens, mm-hmm. and everyone's concerned because it hasn't happened yet. Right. But it will. It will. How do uh, indexed annuities perform during a correction? Very, very well. Number one, the most important feature of the fixed indexed annuities is that they are principal protected, which means you can't lose principal. The principal doesn't go down. Secondly, the way the uh, index crediting features work is fairly straightforward. It's either every one year or every two years. There's one company that does every three years. The index adjusts and resets. I'll give you an example. Um, I had folks in my office just this past week, uh, husband and wife, they are not taking money from their IRAs yet. They are invested in annuities. And by the way, if you have an IRA account or 401k account, you can put the money into an annuity. So you have a variety of choices. I'm going to depart just a little bit. If you have an IRA account, you can put it in the bank. You won't make much money. You can put it in a brokerage account or mutual funds. Now you've got market risk. Or you can put it in what we call you know, green money, which is something like a fixed indexed annuity. The principal's protected but you can have a stock market type return. So to go back to your question, Phil, what happens if we have a correction and the market suddenly drops? It might mean that the index for some period is not going to be um, a, a positive number or a high number, but you're not going to lose your principal. Wow. That's the most important yes. thing. And that's the thing. There's lots of different crediting methods for um, these fixed index annuities. But the most important thing is is that if there is a market correction, especially a large one like, you know, the last one we had was 2008, um, you're not going to lose a nickel. Wow. You might not have as good of a, a return or a return at all, if depending on your crediting method that, you know, you set up. Uh, and we'll go through all those options with you. But you don't lose a nickel. We literally had clients coming into the office when the market had its last major correction, right. um, crying in tears with joy, um, giving us hugs, saying thank you, thank you, thank you, because their neighbor, their friend, um, you know, lost a significant amount of their retirement um, when the market had that correction. But they didn't. And, but they didn't, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So to come back to the story I started to tell about this couple I had in my office literally just a week ago, um, they each have an indexed annuity. Um, it has a two-year reset period. The wife's annuity was done two weeks ahead of the husband's, and the index changes every single day. And at the time that she took out her annuity, it was at a fairly low figure, and it has since gone up significantly. Anyway, two weeks from now, literally, her two-year period is reset. We checked on her current values, and right now she's up 18%. And then we looked at the husband's also, and he took his out about uh, two or three weeks after hers when the index had started to go up again, so he's a little higher. But his index for the interim period, and it's a month away from resetting, was up 11%. 
my. And he said, why is she going to get more money than I? And I said, because the index was a certain point and a certain date. I said, but if nothing happens in the next two weeks for the wife and next three or four weeks for the husband, you're going to be making some really significant returns. Yeah. Now, I will say this in fairness. I, I did tell him these are unusually high returns. Typically, they're going to average more closer to, say, 6%. And so what happens is on the anniversary date of the reset, let's say it's a two-year reset. Let's say it is 11%. The whole account pops up 11%, and then it locks in again as principal, so it can't go down below that amount. It doesn't reflect the new interest rate you're going to earn going forward, but it simply takes this chunk of money and adds it onto the contract. So historical averages over time are pretty high. So people ask about liquidity. Let's come back to the liquidity question again. And when you have an annuity, the company wants to hold on to the money for a while because they're investing in long-term things like real estate and bonds that don't mature for a few years. They don't typically put a lot of their money into uh, stocks. But bonds and real estate are the major investments that the insurance companies invest in. But they know how to do it. They know how to do it more than we know how to do it. So the money is typically going to be tied up. Secondly, if they're going to pay you a bonus, they want to know that the money is going to be there a while so they can earn enough money to pay back the bonus that they've given to you. So in terms of liquidity, if you ever really needed all your money back, you absolutely can get all your money back. But you're going to pay a surrender charge, or sometimes it's called a penalty. And what you're talking about right now is somewhat – in relation to what a long-term CD would be. Uh, so a long-term CD, say a five-year CD, is going to have a penalty if you cash it in, in that within that five years. Um, however, with an annuity, you're not um, paying your tax. You're not uh, having to file your taxes every year. It's it's tax deferred. You have the potential um, <laughs> to earn a heck of a lot more than a CD, and you can also have that uh, guaranteed income stream. Mm-hmm. So... What what options do you have for liquidity if you take the money out, if you want to take the money out? If you take it all out, you're going to pay a surrender charge or a penalty. So we all know that. But then they say, but you can take out this amount every year without paying a penalty or a surrender charge. And I'm going to use 10% because that's what most of the companies use. So you can pull out 10% a year if you want it, if you need it. If it's an IRA account, you can always pull out the amount of your required minimum distribution that you must take from your IRA. Or to put it another way, if you have your money in an IRA, if your IRA is in an annuity investment, you can always take out your required minimum distribution that you have to take or 10%, whichever is greater. So if your RMD goes up much higher, you can take that out. No surrender charge. And then a lot of companies, as Peter said, allow you to accumulate. So if you don't take out 10% one year, the next year you can take out 20%. There's one product we're working with right now that says you can take out 10% the first year. If you don't, next year it's 20%. If you don't, next year it's 30%. And after four years, this happens to be a seven-year contract. After four years, if you just want all your money out and you want to put it someplace else, you can pull all your money out with no charges, no surrender fees. So the products do vary. Lots of good choices. But don't ever think that it's a – an, an investment that's not liquid. You've got really good access to the money. Annuities, uh, as we discussed in the top half of the show, 
uh, can be a wonderful thing, and uh, it's it's really something that we can discuss in detail with um, with each and every one of you. Um, on page 170 of the Tony Robbins book, the big solution that he ultimately talks about is that if you have an annuity, regardless of what type it is, it's always beneficial to get a review by an annuity specialist. Um, and that's where we come in. We'll perform a complimentary review, and that will help you discover the pros and cons of your current annuity, uh, determine the actual fees that you are paying if you are paying fees, uh, assess whether or not the guarantees are the highest available, and then decide whether or not to keep it or get out of your current annuity and exchange it using what's something called a 1035 tax-free exchange for another annuity. And if you don't have an annuity and you have mutual funds or uh, some other form of investment that you might be concerned about the market risk, especially with um, you know the potential for a market correction, then we can go over all the pros and cons of uh, annuities, but there's going to be mostly pros in our eyes. I want to do a, a little summary at the end before we wrap up the show. I do want to mention um, something from Ben Franklin. Early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Did you know that Ben Franklin said that? Yeah. You did? Okay. Shucks. <laughs> Just trying to stump the stars here. I think you would have said yes even if you didn't. But <laughs> I'm sure he did. Well, the other thing that uh, is confusing to people sometimes is they think, well, I have an IRA. Can I also have an annuity? Yes, and you can take your IRA and you can put your IRA into an annuity as the place to invest it. We help a lot of people with 401k contracts and 403b contracts. By the way, if you're 59 and a half and you're still working and you have a 401k contract, there's something you might be interested in doing called an in-service distribution. What it means is you don't have to wait until you retire to put the money into something else that might be doing better for you. So let's say you're working and you're 61 years old and you don't plan to retire until you're 65 or 66, Pete. And let's say you're nervous about the stock market. And guess what? Your 401k is entirely invested in mutual funds on the stock market. You can do this thing called an in-service distribution. It's a little complicated. We have to talk to you about it. We have to talk to your company. And it's not always possible, but in most situations it is. Right. And it's covered under the Internal Revenue Service. And what you do is you take money from the 401k where you might be concerned about risk, and you can put it over into an IRA instead, and you can have the money perhaps go into an indexed annuity where you're going to have principal protection and yet still a very good rate of return. So we do a lot of that. We can show people how to do it in-service distribution. And uh, give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we're happy to do that. Um, I want to give you a very quick summary of the principal benefits of annuities. One is tax deferral. And as we've said, anytime you can defer paying taxes and let your money continue to work for you, you're going to make more money than something that is paying taxes currently. That feature of an annuity is very similar to the tax deferral benefit you get in an IRA, and it's a government-sanctioned benefit. And that's actually another important uh, point to make is that you can put um, any money into an annuity, IRA money, Roth IRA money, or what's called non-qualified uh, money as well. Right. The second benefit of an annuity is uh, safety. 
and we call it relatively safe because not everything is 100% safe. We only work with companies that have some form of an A rating. Uh, they're rated by the rating companies like AM Best and Standard & Poor's. Uh, there are state insurance funds that guarantee uh, the annuities as well that we'll go into when we meet with you. There are also companies now that will take a smaller premium up front. Um, so if you are concerned about having, you know, only, quote-unquote, $5,000 to uh, invest, then uh, there are companies that will take that as well. You have good access to liquidity. If you need money, um, every annuity has the ability to have really excellent withdrawals if you need access to money. You avoid probate. These are assets that go directly to named beneficiaries, and they do not go through probate. So a lot of good features. Uh, You should check them out. We're happy to give you um, advice and and help you with it. And, again, if you have an annuity currently you want us to take a look at and make sure that it's really what's best for you, uh, we'll be happy to do that. Or if you have just thought about annuities and have another type of uh, uh, account with mutual funds or something else, then we'll be happy to take a look and go over all of your options. Yep. We do complimentary analyses. We'll answer your questions and help you any way we can help you. Mostly, we want to thank you very much for listening to MoneyWise. We'd like to remind you that not every one of us can be an expert at everything. Uh, We'd like to invite you to have the professionals at USA Wealth Group help you protect your family, protect your money. Let us protect your family and let us protect your money. And until next time, have a safe week. Have a successful future. So long, folks. So long, Pete. 